0: Hi guys, this is Buddy, and I'm back again with another question. This one is from an anonymous person in Cape Coast, and his question is simple. Um, it reads, "Has God turned a deaf ear to our prayers? Has God turned a deaf ear to our prayers?" Um, this I can like um, answer straight away and say, "No, God has not turned a deaf ear to our prayers. Um, why? Because God, God is not dead. All right, He's not deaf. He's alive." and um the reason why we know he's alive is because we are alive you see a dead person a dead god cannot create uh, a living species and um also in since time immemorial he has proven that um, he he can he can hear what we say and he can also talk to he can talk back to us actually he's the one who even taught us how to talk to him and you know all that because in back in the garden the bible says he used to come in the cool of the day to talk to adam and eve and all that and even when they sinned um he came and then he tried to talk to them and you know make things right and all that so god can hear and he can also talk back to us and actually he's even more interested in talking to us than we are we are in talking to him and it's even when we don't say anything, he he talks to us. Like, for instance, Moses is in a wilderness minding his business, and then um, a voice is calling his name from the bush, you know. Um, My point is that God is is more interested, even more interested in talking to us than we are in talking to him. If you look at prayer in a sense of us talking to God, um, you know. But there are things that when we do, right, it makes us look like liars and hypocrites uh, in front of you. Because you see, when you study God and his dealings with all the people he's worked with in the past and present, you find out that all the time when he's, when, when he's dealing with them, he always wants to know whether they really like him or they are just using him. Because at the end of the day, what he wants from us is not an and ask and receive kind of relationship. What he actually wants from us is, is a love relationship. All right. And so um, when when we do things that he doesn't like, um, it, it really gets to him. And it, it doesn't just get to him because he doesn't like those things. But it gets to him because it's it's a statement of you know when when you go against him, it's like you, you've sp- you've spat in his face. Or, or um, you've disrespected him, but more, most importantly, and biggest of all, it's like you've chosen someone else over him. All right, because that that's what happened in a garden. All right, that's what happened in a garden. When that's the reason why that thing was such a big deal. You know, the fact that they they went against God and ate the fruit of the uh, tree of knowledge of good and evil. It wasn't so much as about the um, disobedience as it was about the fact that they had chosen someone over him. You know. That's what was even more painful, you know. And um, even for us, for us human beings, mm. when you like someone so much and you've done a lot for them, and you know, um, they choose someone else over you. I mean, you're around, but <clears throat> you're around with a heavy heart. Okay. So, by by listening to that other voice, you know, by choosing someone else over over him, what they are, what we're actually telling God is, that, "Look." I mean we've heard everything you've said and all but you know we have a mind of our own we can we can we can make our own decisions you know we can decide for ourselves you know and when it happens like that um, God also decides not to waste his time because if you don't want me then right, it's cool he doesn't he doesn't leave right but he distances himself because if, 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 if you've chosen someone over I mean that's fine. So he's around but then he's around with a heavy heart okay and he has he has shown us how we can correct that situation you know? because he says every time that that happens you, when you realize that you are you are not feeling me anymore you are not hearing from me anymore i mean your relationship with me is, is, is full of friction just just say you're sorry and I'll, I'll just quickly run back you know i'll come back and then i mean we'll, we'll restore our friendship and we'll go back to how we used to be Alright, and, and he's made that and God's mercy is very wide. God's God's mercy is very, very, very wide. You know, he has a very long group for each of us. So every time that we we choose someone else over him by sinning or we, we do things that he, he doesn't like. He has he has given us a, a, a way to rectify the situation. Back in the garden, he, he showed them a way to rectify the situation. In fact, he is the one who killed a, a lamb and even made clothing for them. You know God has always been a, a God who wants us no matter how you know, far we go and what we do. So God doesn't judge us for our sin per se but um our sin comes between us and god now why would you talk to someone and the person cannot hear you two things either the person the person's hearing is being blocked by something or you're not speaking a person's language all right because i'm i'm Ghanaian, i'm anglophone so um when you see you meet me on the street and then you start speaking chinese or spanish i mean I, i may i may hear you talk but i may not understand what you are saying even though you are pouring your heart out to me and all that's not to say God doesn't understand a certain language but I'm driving at something okay so when we choose someone else over God when we do those things it 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 blocks um, it comes in between us and God in that God it alienates God to the background all right makes him go step back from us right and um, that's the reason why in Isaiah 59 verse 1 and Isaiah 1 verse 15 he was talking and then he said that when you go and sing, right, and you come back, and you come and lift your hands and say, "I pray," I will not hear you. I will not. I will not hear. You, you know when somebody is telling you that I will not hear you. <laughs> what he's trying to tell you is that I can hear what you are saying, but I will not listen. You see, because God doesn't want to be taken for granted. Okay? When He says, "Don't do something," and you go and do it, and you come and ask Him for something, when he, if He gives it to you you are normalizing the the, the sin it, it, because you see you come you're going to do something that is not right and then you come and you come and ask him something and then he gives it to you it, it, it makes you look as if that thing that you did you no know, is no not really anything it's you know it's something that you know is nothing but god also doesn't want to make light of sin sin is a very serious issue not because he hates it so much but because it destroys us and he loves us Sin, sin affects us and he doesn't want it to he doesn't want us to be destroyed that's the reason why when um, we do those things, he he's, He prompts us by his Holy Spirit to convict us in our heart and he has planted consciences in each of us, right, whether you are Christian or not, you have a conscience that prompts you whenever you, it's by default every human being has it, whenever you do something which goes against his natural law and his holy law you feel it, that you've done something wrong Right, and the reason why he, he he prompts us is because he loves us so much, right? And he has also made a provision for how we can correct it. He says, "The people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and and turn turn from their wicked ways. When they pray, I will hear them from heaven, and then I'll heal their land." All right. in I, I, Isaiah one fifteen, Isaiah fifty nine verse one says the same thing. He says that I, I I can I can hear what you are saying, but what is stopping me from listening is your sin okay so the first thing that you check when when your your thing is not your your prayer is not being answered is um what am i doing wrong right what am i what what is it where am i going wrong in this thing all right and when jesus was teaching in um when jesus was teaching on prayer um in matthew 6 he said that when you stand to pray don't pray like the heathen right because they think that in the multiplicity of their words they will be here they feel like when they talk a lot then they'll be here it's like Charlie you've prayed for two hours so like you've really really prayed God is no, no and he stated the reason he said because your heavenly father even he knows what you even want to ask before you ask so then the question is if he knows before I ask why 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 ask at all why do you want me to come and spend time and ask because the, the point is it's not really about the asking. He just wants to spend time with you, all right? All he wants is communion with you. He doesn't just want you to come and stand there. And prayer is not about requests. It's not about us telling God what you need because he knows what you need. And again, when Jesus was um, teaching in John 14, 21, he says that he who loves me, all right, my father and I will love him back and then we'll manifest ourselves to him. I was trying to say is that look, when you love someone, no one tells you what to do. When you love someone, no one tells you, Oh, call the person, or sing a, a song, write a poem, or you know, do nice things for the person. Sometimes you are just there, you just think about buying a nice gift for the person without the person even asking, right? You know, you just see something in, in town, and are like, Oh, no, this would be really good for this way. No one advises you on these things, but it, it it's just natural for you, all right. What Jesus is was trying to he's trying to say is that when our personal relationship is solid, there are many things that you don't even have to ask. That's what he, he, he was meaning by he knows what you need before you even ask, right? That's why he says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So prayer is not really about asking, receiving. You know, we have reduced it to, to such a thing, you know. But it's not it's not like it's not really about that okay and um so the first thing you check right and um when you when you start to pray and you're praying words are coming out of your mouth right but god doesn't really look at he doesn't just listen to what you are saying he sees whether what you are he he, he, he looks to see whether what you are saying matches with what is in your heart because at the end of the day, he doesn't weigh your words, he weighs your heart. You know, he tries the thoughts and intents of the heart. You know, Jeremiah 20, um, 17, verse 9, says that the heart is deceitful above all things, who can know it? And then the very next verse, verse 10, says that I, the Lord, I try the reins of the heart and I give to each man according to what is in there, all right, what you deserve, what is inside your heart. is hard, ah, that's how I, I, I do my thing. So you can come, God is not deceived, though. You can come and, you know, come and give him fake appellations and, you know, sometimes what we are even asking for with our mouth is not what we really need. And God looks at the heart and the heart, the condition of our heart is the one, is the singular most important thing in prayer. When you are going to pray, right you need to check what's in your heart because that is the chief thing that can block your prayer from even going to to God because he will not even hear, it will not even get to him. Before he, all prayers that get to God, he answers all. Oh. Let me make this clear. There is no prayer that God doesn't answer. But the truth of the matter is that the prayers don't even get to him for him to even answer. And the thing that creates a ceiling to block the prayers from getting to him number one is sin. It's the condition of the heart. Sin comes from inside. Jesus was teaching um, the people and he said that a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil things, right? So, both good and evil starts from the heart it's that's the origin of sin that's the origin of rebellion that's the origin of going against god and choosing another person over god and that is the thing that god weighs that's the thing that god tries it's a system that is already in motion god doesn't it's not like every time you pray then he comes to check with a thermometer to see whether it's no 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 it's a system That is already working so immediately you start praying the system checks your level to see if it's if it's able to beat the threshold then it can go up and go to god all right but sin creates a ceiling a, a, a threshold that is really low or a threshold that is really high that your prayers can't even cross and go to heaven for him to even hear and respond Alright, and he has, he has given us the antidote. He says, turn from your wicked ways, repent, and then pray again, I'll hear you and I'll hear your land. Alright, that's the first block to prayer. It all comes down to the hearts, alright, and the, the condition of your hearts. The second thing that blocks prayer is unforgiveness. Um, Jesus said that when you bring your gift to the altar, Matthew 5, and you are coming to offer it, leave it leave it when you realize that your brother has something against you leave the gift there go and make up with your brother before you come and continue then again in matthew 6 he says that when you stand to pray forgive unforgiveness is one thing that many people don't um, pay attention to but if you pray with unforgiveness in your heart your your prayers don't even go why because the unforgiveness blocks the prayer Okay, so you will want to check your and it all goes back to your heart. All right. What is in your heart? What is inside your heart? Number three, maybe you are not praying according to the will of God. Because James says that we ask and we do not receive. We pray and we do not receive because we we, we pray amiss. Okay. And we pray so that we can consume it on the last on our, our last, the last of our flesh. Because you are asking for the thing so that you, you spend it on your selfish personal desires and god doesn't respond to such things all right your your personal selfish desires can stand in the way between your your prayers and god if the intent and the the motive for your asking is not right god is not even going to hear i'm telling you that the prayer doesn't even get to god for him to respond okay so the prayers are hindered by these things alright because once your prayer gets to god the answer is yes god has only one answer yes (laughs) you may have heard that god has three answers yes no and what wait or maybe or something It's not true god has only one answer if you pray and your prayer because if the prayer is not coming from a good heart a right heart it will not even go it will be hindered if your prayer is not coming from a good motive and intent, it will not even go. See, there are many people that prayed um, for a long time, in the Bible, right? And because their hearts were not right, even though um, it looked as if, you know, they were behaving well, and, you know, they were saying all the right things, they were not getting answers. But immediately, they shifted their heart's position into a certain place and answer came. One glaring example is Hannah. Hannah had prayed for a very long time asking for a son. And when at first, when she was asking for a son, she said, Um, Lord, bless me with a son because Penina, Penina is laughing at me, my rival is laughing at me. Well, well people laugh at people, yeah. I mean, <laughs> newsflash people laugh at people all the time. Okay, if people there, she's laughing at you. Look, it's a very normal thing. She didn't get the answer to her prayer until one day, she said, Look i know you're looking for a prophet if you give me this child i'll give him back to you god says ah you are now you are now speaking my language and she, she conceived and gave birth and after that she gave birth to many more. why because her thinking had been readjusted her motives had been realigned to something she had been she began to see things in a new way she, her will had been aligned to god's will all right one of the reasons why we 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 don't get what we ask for because we are not praying according to God's will. How do you know God's God, will? There are two um, um, dimensions of God's will His sovereign will. His sovereign will cannot be altered by anything, whether you like it or not, it will happen. Like the death of Jesus, there was no way to stop it. Jesus was praying. He said, Let this cup pass over me, but nonetheless, not my will, but your will be done. It's a very mysterious thing, all right? his sovereign will. And then the other one is his commanded will. His commanded will is like his desire for us. Paul says that, I pray that you will come into the knowledge of the will of God, the, the commanded will of God, and Romans 12, verse 3, says that um, 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 don't, don't conform to the world, but renew your mind all the time so that you will come into the the knowledge to prove what is the good and acceptable in the perfect will of god all right that will over there that um, um roman stuff is talking about is the um um the commanded will of god all right um the commanded will of god is revealed that is what i'm talking about when i say that you are praying according to the will of god all right your prayer should be aligned with the commanded will of god it should proceed from a heart that understands that will and therefore is praying according to that in, in in alliance to that the sovereign will of god is that we will prosper that is constant his constant will for us is to do well all right that one is is, is very clear has made it very very clear all right but his sovereign will according to deuteronomy 29 29 wow now we are getting to the will of god now i'm just trying to make you understand something okay according to deuteronomy 29 29 um the bible says that the secret things belong to god but those things that are revealed to us for us and for our children there's this there's a the sovereign will of god is for him jesus said that the day i'll come god is the only one who knows the father is the only one who knows the angels even don't know all right and then God has even made a provision for that, for us to be able to connect to His sovereign rule. Because in Romans 8 26, M. Paul says that it gets to a point in our prayer when we are praying where the Holy Spirit takes over. All right. He says that the Spirit makes intercessions to, for us on our behalf, through us, and, and and with groanings that cannot be uttered. What am I saying? If you don't pray according to the will of God, you will not receive what you're asking for. And I'm trying to tell you that God has only one answer to prayer, yes. If it's not yes, something is blocking it. If you are not receiving the answer, something is blocking it. Number one, sin. Number two, unforgiveness. Number three, you are not praying according to the will of God. And the will of God can be known by association to the Holy Spirit. And the will of God can be known in the Word of God. The sovereign and the commanded will of God. Alright, let me just touch on the last one because <laughs> the answer I can I can um explain this for you like for two hours. But let me for the sake of time, let me just round up quickly. The last thing that I would say blocks the prayer. This one is a special block. <laughs> It's a very specialized block to prayer. It's in 1 Peter 3, 7. Um, The Bible says that husbands... Relate to your wives according to knowledge... And give them honor as unto a weaker vessel. Because if you don't do this... Your prayers will be hindered. Very, very powerful. The one who sends the question is a male. So... (laughs) Brother... You said I shouldn't mention your name... So I'll not mention your name. Brother... As a husband... Right the bible says if you do not love your wife you do not treat her right you do not honor her you do not honor her like the way she, she's supposed to be honored your prayers are outright ended. god it will not even get to god for him to answer all right so i pray that these um, four things are, um, are good enough if, if you if you don't understand anything Um, about what I've said, please don't hesitate to send your questions. Send them to plus 233-200-864-673. That's plus 233-200-864-673. Alright, I'll be glad to explain it any part of these things that i've said all right and please do all to check in the description to get all the um, um the scripture references that are used in the in the in the explanation all right and we are now on all platforms we are we are we are everywhere except apple podcast i mean we'll be we'll be on there very soon all right but um, you can check us out anywhere um Anchor, um uh, spotify um Podcast addict, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Castbox, Radio Republic, everywhere. All right. right um, just type in Ask Buddy and then you you find it. just subscribe, um, and share to your friends so that they can also um partake of what is going on so god bless you very much please send your um, your questions let, let the questions keep coming already i have about 30 questions that i have to answer but i'm so excited to answer them the word of god has all the answers i'm not doing anything i'm just saying what the word of god has already said so until we meet again god bless you stay safe